Hi, my friends, and welcome to Coach Boss Energy. This is the podcast for new and aspiring coaches who are ready to level up in their business and lean into their authority as a badass coach and CEO. I'm your host, Lindsay Sacco, your pocket-sized MBA with five years of consulting and coaching experience, and I'm ready to get real and raw about it all. From launching a coaching business that's set up to scale to growing your business to those shiny, consistent 10K months and beyond, I'm sharing everything. So cozy in and let's get to business. Okay, hello and welcome back to Coach Boss Energy. Today we're talking all things alignment, so how to know when something's off in your business, how to pivot and change course when you've identified that need, and how to give yourself permission to explore, play, and adjust to make space for more ease and flow, two things that are absolutely essential for growing your business sustainably. And today I'm sitting down with one of my absolute favorite people, my coach and my friend, Gabrielle Laura. Gabrielle helps new coaches get in alignment with their biz so that they can crush 10K months. And her personal experience of going from her nine to five in sales to killing it at the coaching game is one that we're going to be talking about a little later. So I'll, I'll let her explain that. But when Gabrielle isn't working on business, she's spoiling her two amazing pit bulls, who she refers to as the boys. <laughs> and if you follow her on Instagram, you'll know that. Uh, or leveling up her personal development game with a good book. And I'm telling you, I'm constantly looking at her stories to see what she's reading next because it instantly goes onto my list. So I can't even tell you how excited I am to have you on the podcast, Gabby. How the hell are you? How are you doing? Oh my goodness. That was, you just gassed me up. I was all excited about that. Thank you so much. I'm really, <laughs> really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. I always like to start with these, just hearing your story from nine to five, from corporate to coaching. Let me know what did that look like for you? How did that transition happen? And what were some of the big takeaways that have gotten you to where you are today in that journey? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll share I'll share my whole story. And I love listening to podcasts where people share their story. So yes, I will dive right on into it. So ever since I was a little girl, I knew in my heart, and I mean, I, when I say I was in diapers, like I have known this my entire life, that my soul's journey was to own my own business, is to own my own business. And I remember growing up and I felt really left out because well, I have three sisters. They all knew what they wanted to do. My oldest sister is a nurse. My other sister is a scuba diver. And they just had such deep passions for that. My little sister, I guess I could say is a little bit like me. She's a little lost and confused too, but she, um, you know, she's in the sales game and they all just really knew what they wanted to do. And I found that the people around me as well, like people in school, my peers, my friends, they all knew what they wanted to do too. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to do this. I want to do that. And whenever people would ask me, and I feel like this is a common question when you're young, like even in like elementary school, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I always just said, I'm going to run my own business. Like that would be my response. And people would say, of course, well, what type of business? And I would say, I have no idea. Right. Logical, logical <laughs> next yep, question. Yep. Um, they'd be like, so what's the business? I'm like, your guess is as good as mine, but I'm going to be doing it. And, you know, as I kind of matured into like middle school, I started to convince myself that, and this is so crazy to think back in middle school, but seriously, I started to convince myself, oh no, you know, I have to be like everyone else and I have to, you know, want to be a doctor or a nurse or a lawyer or something that like you can just go to school and get the degree and then be into it because that's what was so ingrained in my brain. So I found that through middle school, you know, my, my inner child started kind of like getting affected a little bit and I started telling people I wanted to be a dentist. And I remember people would be like, so what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'm like, a dentist. And they would ooh and ah, because like, that's the shiny thing to do, right? So every single time I said a dentist, in my gut, it felt like a punch. Like it literally went sour. Because my soul knew, my intuition knew, girl, knock it off. No one's being a dentist. You hate the freaking dentist. So who are you trying to fool? You hate me. Honestly. <laughs> um, and so... I started just listening to everyone else and kind of started adopting that. So as I was going through high school, I obviously started getting really serious about college. Now, my mother never went to college. She came from, you know, the slums of Boston, you know, grew up really poor. And her parents were like, you're getting married at 17 and that's how you can get out of the house. That's the only option you have. And so she did that. And of course, she got divorced quite young before she met my dad. But um she really wanted to give us the opportunity to go to college. She wanted to give us what she never had. And, and 
I was a bad student because in high school, I was just like, none of this matters to me. Like, I don't care what what equals Y equals MX plus B. Like, I do not care. The, the mindset I had was, if this isn't going to make me money, I do not care. So, and not to say that's the right mindset, but that was my mindset at the time, full transparency. Like, so I was really good at reading and writing and that's about it math, please. No, but it's funny. Like if you ask me numbers now in my business, I can tell you in like two seconds. So I'm really good with numbers, but it was just the whole structure of it. So I felt more and more left out with that. And then I decided I'm going to go to college because I can't figure out what the heck it is I want to do. Now, I genuinely believe everything happens for a reason and I don't regret anything in my past at all. I think that everything that I did really lined me up to where I am today. So throughout college, the next question was, what do you want to study? What do you want to major in? And I remember crying to my parents. I was like, I don't know. I just know that I want to start my own business but I couldn't get into business school because my grades weren't good. And because my grades weren't good, I convinced myself I wasn't smart. And it was this whole spiral. So that totally just like depleted my confidence even more in helping me figure out my skills to start a business. So I got into a college, a two-year program by the skin of my teeth. And looking back, that was one of the best decisions I ever made because it was called community leadership and it was an associates program. And it basically taught you how to be a leader. And like, I just like get the chills now looking at that because now I am a leader in my business. And I learned so much from that program. And because that program was, it was very tight knit. And that's exactly, I learned best like that. I had a really close relationship with my teacher. There was like two professors in it. I did really well. And I graduated top of my class. And because of that, I was able to get into a four-year program and I moved to a, you know, a city. I moved to Boston. And then I enrolled in a PR program, so public relations bachelor's degree. And um, I couldn't tell you a single thing I learned in my PR bachelor program. It's literally not a single thing because it just went right over my head. Um, Not because I wasn't engaged with it, but literally just because I was so focused on starting my own business. And everything that I learned in traditional education was so black and white. And I was like, this is not me. I am not a cookie cutter person. I do my own thing. I beat up my own drum. And... I'm going to learn whatever interests me. It's funny now. I learn like crazy every single day. I'm always reading, like like Lindsay said, I'm always like posting my books and stuff. But so anyways, as I was graduating college, the question comes up again. So what are you going to do now? And I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I just, I'm trying so hard to figure out what kind of business I could start. But of course it didn't come to me. So I had less trust in myself. I really struggled to trust myself at this point and really believe in myself. I have had a really bizarre relationship with that. Or I shouldn't say bizarre because it's quite common, but I struggled with that a lot. So I started applying for jobs. Um, I was in college for five years because of my two-year program. So in October of my fifth year, I started like networking like crazy. So April of that um, following year, right before I was set to graduate, I got a job as a receptionist at a popular magazine in Boston. Now on paper, this looked really cool because they had all these like nightlife events and celebrities would go there and like all this stuff. And, you know, but the reality of it was I was paid 30 grand a year working like a dog in a super expensive city and, you know, in a toxic work environment. And I remember the first week of that job sitting there at my desk and I said, and I actually put a post about this last night on my Instagram. And I said, there's no way in hell I'm doing this for the rest of my life. Like I knew ever since I was a little kid, like society has it ass backwards. You work like crazy until you're 65 and then you live your life. And I just knew Again, I beat to my own drum. That just was not happening. So I was in that job for a couple months, but I just, the money just wasn't, I was very hungry for the money. I was very, very money driven. And so I segued into sales there and I started selling advertising space in this magazine. And I did that for about a year and a half. And then my boyfriend, Eric, and I started dating um, back when I was in college. It's been about six years now. And you see Eric if you follow me on Instagram. <laughs> He's always on there for the most part. Or I'm always talking about him. But I was, um, he moved to New York for his job. And so I was at a crossroad, either we continue long distance and our relationship was not doing well with that, or I closed the books with Boston and I moved to New York. So I decided to do that because I, my gut was just pulling me towards giving Eric one last try in our relationship. So 
I moved to New York and I got a job in Manhattan. Now with Eric's job, he works in an operating room at different hospitals. So he has to be near the hospital. And the one that he was at was in the middle of nowhere, New York. It's actually called Beacon, New York. It's quite beautiful, but it's not very close to Manhattan. So I was commuting five hours a day. So here I was going miserable from a toxic work environment in Boston to now work commuting five hours a day. And I had legitimately no work-life balance. It was terrible. those five years of my corporate America experience, like really genuinely were the most miserable of my life. And I worked with some great people and then I worked with some not so great people. And it really was such an experience to see like how the C-suite led the companies that always stood out to me. And it was always a joke. And in my brain, I was like, I cannot believe men treat women like this. I cannot believe that these people are getting paid what they are to do the work that they do because it's disgusting. And I just knew it was wrong. So as I was commuting those five hours a day, I had a lot of time on the train and I completely immersed myself in every single business podcast you could possibly think of. I listened to probably every single episode and I had a journal and I wrote down every single thought that came to my brain. Did that for a year and a half. And then we had the opportunity to move to New Mexico, which I live for New Mexico. It's the best place in the freaking world. And we decided to do it. So I, um, asked my company to work remotely because again, I still didn't, I wasn't, I didn't know what business to do. It just didn't feel like the time. And they said, yes. So I worked remotely from August until April of 2020. We moved across the country and then obviously COVID came and I got laid off with my job. Now, what's really, really interesting is I asked for that so badly. In January of 2020, I put together this whole plan of how I was going to leave my tech sales job in June. And if you were to ask me now if I would have had the balls to actually do that, I don't know. <laughs> but I wrote it down in my journal daily. I I manifested it in a way that like, I, I was super scared to do it. But the universe, and this is what I love about the universe, is they know your potential so much more than you do. And I know that's why they laid me off. And I remember crying like crazy to Eric because I was so scared. We lived across the country from our parents. I lost my job on Monday. Eric lost his on Wednesday. And we went from these great cushy salaries, bringing in a good amount a month between the two of us and then staring at each other in tears, being like, what the actual hell just happened? And I looked at him and I said, I don't see it now, but I know after I cry this out for about 24 hours, I'm going to be so happy at this and I feel so free. And it was that sense of freedom that really, really motivated me to be like, I need to get other women out of this situation. I need to do whatever I can to get women to see their potential and start their own business and get out. And you hear the terms like the laptop lifestyle and, you know, all these things, but it's like, I just wanted women to be able to make their own schedule and like control their life. And I know at the end of the day, we don't have ultimate control over our life, but there are aspects that we can control. And I really wanted to hone in on that. So that next week, I said to Eric, I will make sure I will do everything in my power to make sure this never happens to us again. And I'm starting a business. And for five months, I didn't make a single dollar. I had pure egg on my face. I gassed it up to everyone like, I'm starting this business. I'm changing the world. I'm doing all this. And it was a freaking disaster. Nothing, not a client, nothing. And looking back, that that those five months was the best thing that could have possibly happened to me in my business because this all comes full circle in the sense where my superpower is being able to hear somebody's story and helping them extract what their niche is and what their business idea is in like three to five minutes. Like I tell people that, like that, that's, that's my thing. That is my swag. And it's, I giggle about it because I tried so hard to do that for myself and I couldn't. And it wasn't until I spent every single dollar I had left in my savings and invested it on a coach. We were moving from New Mexico back to Boston and which cost us a ton of money. We were already like 10 to 15 grand in the hole to just get back here. And I remember, and we didn't work (laughs) from April until then. And I remember I just threw out a Hail Mary on a Facebook group. And the first woman who commented I invested in because she made her comment about me and not about her like everyone else did. And to this day, she's my coach. She's amazing. I love her so much. And it's why I preach having a coach so, so much. And that's why I do what I do now. So super long winded um, 
response to your question, but I wanted to share that whole story because I really want you guys to see that like, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. It's a lot of up and ups and downs, but the big turning point for me was betting on myself and was saying, all right, I have this left in my savings and then I am straight at zero mm-hmm. and I'm going to bet on myself and I'm giving this to to my coach and I'm trusting my gut that she can get me where I'm going. And that's exactly what she did. I was, I got the clarity of what my business was. And now, like I knew I had the sales skills. I came from, from sales. It was really the clarity. And so now I pivoted my business, which we're going to be talking a lot about pivoting and alignment today is into a business alignment coach. And I help people figure, and it's funny how I say it. Like I literally help people figure out what their coaching business actually is. And when people hear that, they're like, well, I know what it is. And I'm like, do you though? Like, are you aligned with it? Like, do you actually know what it is? So I help people provide that clarity now. And it's the exact clarity that I needed myself. So yeah, that's my story. (laughs) Yay. I love it. So I'm, I want to get into alignment. You've used that word a couple different times before uh, cause I'm, I'm genuinely curious what was out of alignment in your business kind of in those first five months when you weren't making any money mm-hmm. and what shifted before I, before you describe that though, I'd love to just like clear up what is alignment. Like let's define it for those of us listening who are like, what the hell does that word mean? It's jargon. It's, it's thrown around. What does it mean to be in, in true alignment with your business? And what was missing for you to really feel like you were in alignment in those first five months? I love that so much. And there's so many definitions out there. But the second that I hear the word alignment, the two words for you come into my brain. Like when you are aligned in your business, that means that the business is genuinely aligned with you and who you are. You're not trying to implement your coach's business. You are not trying to implement your friend's business. It is your business designed for for you and and how you operate. It is in genuine alignment with you. And the problem with my first five months is I bought so many courses and I was listening to what everyone else was telling me. I was not listening to what my intuition was trying to tell me because I still struggled to trust myself. And I've had to do a lot of healing around trusting my gut and and going with that and leaning into it and really surrendering like to my gut and not what, you know, the person in the course said. And I think that's something that holds a lot of people people up is that they are buying all these courses and stuff, which are awesome. I think courses are a great resource, but they're struggling to listen to themselves in it, you know, and, and that was my biggest thing. I wasn't clear with who I was speaking to. I was trying to speak to the person that the next person next to me was trying to speak to because that's what I thought was right. And it wasn't right because that's not who I could genuinely speak to. And I knew when I really, really struggled to put together content, when you're aligned in your business, and, and not that content isn't a struggle sometimes, because it absolutely is, even so, more tedious than anything sometimes, but when you're sitting there and scratching your brain and you're like, what is, what is, what am I trying to say? That's how you know you're out of alignment, because may, maybe you're trying to speak to who everyone else is trying to speak to. Maybe you don't know who you're trying to speak to. There's so many different facets there, and that's really what tripped me up. There's a couple of things you said, Gabby, that just like totally resonated with my experience. And I know that you know this because you worked with me and the exact thing that goes through my head as you're, as you're saying this is, you know, I've over time really created my business, my coaching business to help people create something that looks uniquely theirs, right? To tap into what makes them special and what helps them stand out from everyone else in this crowd, which to be frank, to be like super honest, right? This coaching industry is growing super rapidly, which is great. There is enough space for everyone. But if you're playing someone else's game, if you're trying to beat someone else at their game, you're never going to get ahead. But if you carve out your own space and you create your own rules and you operate under those rules, you have so much more space to be able to succeed and grow. And that's kind of how I, I mean, it took me a while to get to this place and kind of carve out my own space and my own kind of point of view But once I did that, I really felt like it was easier to create content. It was a lot easier to create these programs that I got really excited about and felt much more effortless in selling. But more than that, Gabby, my experience is that the reason why I was struggling to to sell at first was that 
I was doing everything in such a strict, regimented way. I was following, I was in a course and I was doing every single step exactly the way that they were telling me to. And I was too afraid to go outside of, out out of the box. Like I was too afraid to step even like an inch over the line and say, no, that doesn't really feel aligned with with me. I'm going to do it this way. I even remember a really specific instance where we were like, you know, the, the whole course was about creating a course, right? And I was learning how to make a very specific um, masterclass, right? I was like learning how to do the exact PowerPoint, what the order of each, each slide would be in. And I remember my fiance saying like, that doesn't really sound like you like that, that those couple slides don't really feel like anything you would say. And I remember responding to her and getting so defensive and saying, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is the rule. Like I have to follow this rule. And I have never been that person, right? Like you and I are very similar in that. Like we beat to our own drum. We've always known that we wanted to do something different. And I couldn't see that in the moment, but looking back, I feel so much sadness for that version of me who felt like I needed to do everything that someone else told me because I instantly felt this low sense of confidence. Like I wasn't able to make a decision for myself. And you and I both agree, right? Like courses are great, but at a certain point, especially when you're getting started in your business, you don't necessarily need that strict regimented do this then and do that then. You need the support to really figure out what are you doing in the first place? Like what direction are you heading heading in the first place? And once you know that, you can then layer on all of this other tactical strategy stuff that feels really fancy and cool. But you can't do any of that if you're feeling A, a lack of clarity and B, out of alignment. Oh, absolutely. And like, yes, that, that is so incredibly true. And what I love about Lindsay, and I think this is so important for everyone to implement who is listening, is there are times, so Lindsay and I work together, and there are times where I say, you know what, Lindsay, you want to accomplish X goal. Why don't we try X? And Lindsay will give it an honest try. And then she'll vox me and be like, Gabby, honestly, it does not feel aligned with who I am. That is so important to know what feels aligned with you at your core. Like I, she sent me that message. I remember smiling and I was like, that is so badass because you typically have to teach people how to really feel that. But when you step into how that naturally feels and you really hone in on your intuition, it clicks, it clicks and it just feels right. And that's so hard to explain unless you experience it. But once it feels right, it feels right. And it's really important to, to know that within yourself and, and give that to yourself. But that also comes with time and patience. Like if you're listening right now and you're feeling frustrated because you're struggling with this, it takes time. It takes healing. And I think there's people who don't like to admit that it takes healing. I know I got defensive about it before. Oh, I don't have to heal anything. I'm fine. No, I wasn't. I really struggled to trust myself. And there's still times where I catch myself doing it because our brains get into these habits. It's up up to us to unwire those habits and implement new ones. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is – I'm thinking to a conversation I literally just had before I hopped on with you – And that a lot of us beat ourselves up about not having clarity yet, right? There's always this word yet. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm not clear yet. I've already had a few clients and I still don't know what I want to do. And I wish I would have known from the very beginning. In fact, I have had moments in my, in my coaching career where I've looked back and I said, well, if I only knew this when I started, I could have made money a lot faster. And I've started shifting my perspective and saying, I needed that data to come in. I needed to start like feeling things and analyzing those feelings before I was ready to find that clarity. Because a lot of times we're so, I mean, I'm, I'm this way because I'm one of the world's most impatient people. Gabby will tell you firsthand, but I'm so interested in getting to the next step before I've even like existed in the current step that I'm in. And when I kind of take a step back and I kind of like pause and breathe and look around, I'm way more able to kind of take in everything that's coming at me and assess whether it feels good to me or whether it doesn't instead of kind of just powering through and doing exactly what like what my to-do list says and pushing through it whether it feels good or not. So a lot of times if you're in this space, right? And Gabby said, like, be patient with yourself, like practice, continue to work through the motions. Like a lot of that is simply because it's really hard to figure out what feels in alignment if you're not taking an action, whether it's a whether it's a successful action or an action that doesn't end in the, in the way that you wanted to, you have to do something before you can decide whether or not it's in alignment. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And, and 
Um, Lindsay's saying she's an impatient person. So am I. And, you know, Eric and I right now, if anyone else is trying to buy a house, my heart goes out to you. Oh, yeah. We're trying to buy a house. We came back in September. We've been living with Eric's mom thinking it was just going to be like two months while we buy a house and wrong. It is now May. And we still, we've put in seven offers and nothing. And him and I have really this past year learned this lesson of patience and trusting where you are and trusting in that divine timing. And I know that used to irritate the shit out of me when somebody would be like, oh, divine timing. I'm like, I don't care. Like, just like, let it happen now. But in terms of your business and and in your life as well, it's so incredibly important to just be present where you are. If you are now starting to book clients, awesome. Stay in that. And I find that so many people are trying to rush to that next level of like, okay, great. I did this. Now that. Be present with booking your clients. Make that what you're learning now a habit so that you can join that next big thing and scale from there. But I always find that it's like that shiny object syndrome, right? It's like, oh, I have this. Now I want that. Why don't we just stay where we are and continue to perfect the skill that we're learning right now and then continue? And I have to, you know, stop myself on it and I stop my clients on it too because it's a very natural thing to do, but it really does come down to patience. And I was talking to a friend about this the other day, Lindsay, I can't remember if I mentioned this to you or not, but starting your own business and, you know, especially your own coaching business, but any business in general, it's a huge personal development journey. And I think it's the biggest personal development journey that you will ever go on with yourself because it is up to you to be your biggest cheerleader, to be your biggest hype woman. And those times where you're feeling low, like when Lindsay was saying back when she was trying to follow everyone else's structure and had that low confidence in the beginning of my business, when I had egg on my face telling everyone like, this was it, I'm going to retire Eric from corporate America. And I hadn't made a single dollar, all these things, like it's up to you to keep pushing yourself to that next level. So it takes healing. It takes patience. And it really like, I preach journaling a lot. I'm like a huge journaler. I used to not be. But you have to get out of your own head and you really have to trust that voice within yourself and getting all your thoughts out and really working on that inner work helps so much. And I cannot recommend journaling enough. Yeah, you've you've definitely encouraged me to journal and that's helped me a lot. Aside from journaling, what other advice do you have for people who are trying to get more in touch with, with where they're at in their business right now? And assessing whether or not they're in alignment. Because like I mentioned, I think a lot of us struggle to even know what's what's the issue, like what's the thing that's holding us back. So what what kind of advice, what kind of like, whether it's uh, strategy, tactic, exercise, whatever, do you recommend to help people kind of get in touch with whether or not they are in alignment and try to identify and diagnose that? Absolutely. So I have three tangible takeaways that you guys can implement today. Because if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I can't tell if I'm out of alignment. I can't tell if it's fear. I can't tell if it's confusion. I have a few things here that um, I wrote down. So I'm just going to reference those now where that can help you. So there, just to preface this, there's really no shame in pivoting. And I find that a lot of people who are out of alignment have that guilt and that shame of pivoting their business into something within alignment. So I'm going to share a quick story with you guys before I jump into this. Um, A woman that I helped recently in one of my intensive sessions, she has the most amazing story. And she, from back in 2016, suffered from chronic Lyme disease. She was diagnosed with it and it changed her world. She's similar to my age. I'm about almost 28 years old. And, you know, so she's in her early 20s, mid 20s. She's just starting to work in corporate America and she's diagnosed with this terrible, terrible disease and it changed her life. Now, I read that story on her website, but her coaching business was helping busy women change their diets. And the way my brain works, and Lindsay can attest to this, like whenever I hear something like that, like I just can't get it out of my brain and I like have to tell the person that like encourage them to incorporate that into their business because I firmly believe that every single person out there, every single one of you listening has a story to share and has a story that they can turn into a coaching business. And I find that when people aren't really owning that story, that's where the unalignment comes. So with this woman, she wasn't owning that story. She was ashamed to own it. There was some, there was some trauma there that she was still trying to work through. And after our intensive session, we pivoted her business into specifically helping women who are recently diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, have a healthier lifestyle through diet, through their products they're using, through their cleaning products, makeup, so forth. Um, That week, we also raised her prices 
And she booked a high paying client like literally the next day because she put up a post saying what her business was. Somebody read it and said, holy cow, that's me. How can I work with you? And that's it. Like when you get into alignment with your business, the chips fall where they may and like everything just lines up. So three things to do today. If you're feeling that unalignment, you're confused about it, or you want to pivot. Number one, I want you to ask yourself, is it fear or is it genuine unalignment? Sometimes unalignment is mistaken for fear. And I want you to listen to your gut. What did your gut say the second I said, is it fear or genuine unalignment? Hone in on that because if your gut kind of went sour, kind of did a little flip when I said one of those words, that is what it is. Sometimes it's fear. Sometimes it's like, okay, like this is it, but like now how do I put myself out there? And it can be mistaken for that. So listen to that, reflect on that, journal on that. Fear or genuine unalignment. Ask the universe for help with that. I'm woo-woo like that. If you're not, I apologize, but help so much. Number two, I want you to also ask yourself, are you owning your story? Think back to the woman who I was just telling you about with Lyme disease. Are you owning your story or are you beating around the bush? Seriously, are you owning it or are you sweeping it under the rug because you think it's irrelevant or you're sweeping it under the rug because, you know, for whatever reason it may be. When you own your story, like alignment comes from your story. One of the first things I do and every single person I work with is different, but it's interesting with with these situations is I go back to beyond square one and I extract their story. I say, I want to hear what got you here? Just tell me about yourself. And I love asking that because people always start where they want. Some people start back in diapers. Some people start, you know, from post-college because their intuition knows what it is. They're just in their own way and they're struggling to see it. So really extracting that, are you owning your story or are you beating around the bush? Number three, surrender to it. Like the word surrender is massive. Release the shame around pivoting. As I talked about a few minutes ago, there's so much guilt I find people carrying like, oh, I shouldn't pivot, like, but there's this and then there's that. Maybe I shouldn't. There is no shame. It is normal and it is natural. You are not on a linear journey and you never will be. Your journey is yours alone and surrender to that. Don't try to fight that. It's not here's A, there's B. There's going to be zigzags. It's going to be confusing and you may have to pivot and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Like if you start to dread your calls, you're no longer being consistent with your posting and your content and your outreach to people. You're lacking clarity. Those are all symptoms that it may be time to pivot. So I really encourage you to ask yourself that. And then I have a bonus for you too. Ask for help. Find an outsider that you connect with. Maybe this is a mentor. Maybe this is an old teacher. Maybe this is a coach or a parent. I highly recommend using an outside person who may not know you. I find that that has helped so much. But have somebody help walk you through this process. It is so much less stressful when you do that than doing it all on your own. Find somebody you trust and align with and ask them for help. Like you owe it to yourself to do that. I love that. I want to dig into this piece number three, surrender to it, release the shame. Because I can think of the exact moment when I was working with you and I pivoted my business away from helping, no, like aspiring entrepreneurs to working specifically with new coaches. And as soon as I made that shift, I felt like a weight released from me. I got so excited. I felt a new sense of energy and passion, like the way that I felt when I first started my business before month after month of zero dollars in my bank account. And that feeling was so beautiful. And then I was immediately hit with the fear of what all of the people who were following me on my Instagram would, would think once I started shifting my, my content. I was immediately felt like I was immediately hit by this feeling of I just put in so much energy and so much money behind this other business idea. And now I'm throwing that away it felt it felt like i was lifted to this highest high and then just like dropped and now spoiler alert it all worked out really well for me 
But that moment, that in-between moment was really real. And the emotion was, was strong and it was scary. And that fear, that feeling, not just of shame, but of, of wondering what was the right way to approach that? What was the right way to handle that transition so that I set myself up for success was a big, big question mark. So I'm curious to hear from you, how, what kind of advice do you have for releasing some of that shame? What kind of different perspective or mindset shift can you help the people listening kind of make as they're, as they're working through their own pivot? Absolutely. I find that surrendering is so hard for people, myself included, I'm speaking from experience here, is because we want to control. And maybe that, you know, you were getting defensive before when Idelia had brought that up of like, you know, this doesn't really sound like you. It's like, no, 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 it does. Because we really want to believe that what is working for the next person is going to work for us. And if we just copy their game plan, our game plan is going to work. So we try to control it. We're trying to control our own success is what I really find that we're doing. And a lot of people struggle with releasing that control. That was one of the hardest things that I've had to deal with is really coming to terms with like, you know, back to the woo-woo-ness, but like we're guided here. The universe really does have our back. Huge shout out to Gabrielle Bernstein, but like there's only so much we can control. And we take away the beauty of life and every single day and we invest so much energy in trying to control. But if you can release that, And really look at the bigger picture. Because Lindsay pivoted, she's now able to relate to her dream customer even more. You know, as opposed to working to, you know, all aspiring entrepreneurs, niche down, got specific with new coaches, she can now relate to how they may feel about niching down and and maybe not wanting to or scared to or what that may look like. So instead of getting upset with your journey, look back and say, okay, that's a chapter to my story. Now, how can I help somebody through that who's going through that right now as well? Use your mess as your message, as people say, like basically use that as fuel for your fire. Anybody who tells you it's going to happen overnight is full of poop. It's not. It Like not at all. It's not going to happen overnight. It's a journey and a journey is not meant to be linear. It's not going to be a quick A to B, like I said before. It's going to be zigzags, and those zigzags could include pivots. So really just work internally on surrendering. Now, the best way to do this, what something that helps me so much, is I sit and I genuinely say, I release. Like, I release, I release. And I say that over and over in my brain until I feel like I've released the control. And then I say my intention for this, and then I put together an intention. And that really helps me because I put it out into the universe and I say, okay, I'm releasing control of this, my intention for it, you know, how I would like to go about it is this. This is how my best version of myself would handle this situation and that's it. But if that doesn't happen for you the first time, good, it's not going to and it's going to be a journey and that is okay. I'm petrified of needles, freaking petrified guys, like a huge phobia. I have not gotten a needle in 12 years. And when I went to go get my COVID shot, which my sister basically had to drag me through the door by my feet and was like, sit in that chair. As I sat in that chair, I could not even speak to the woman because the whole time I just said, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender. I'm going to trust my body to do what it has to do. And I'm going to release control. I still was kicking and screaming, but it it helped. (laughs) Hopefully when I go for round two, it'll be even better. But I hope that that's helpful. Surrendering is tough and every single person has a different journey with it, but Look into it and see what resonates best with you. Does journaling, do affirmations, does meditation, does just sitting in silence? Really listen to yourself there. I love that. And, you know, one thing that really helped me was recognizing that all of the energy, all of the effort that I put into the result and the definite, you know, the, the result and the destination that I wanted to, to make it to. I'm going to go back. The one thing that really resonates with me is how much energy and effort I was putting towards not just the results that I wanted to see for myself, but also the destination that I was trying to work towards. And because I was putting so much energy towards the destination, the result, the number, you know, you talked about being money motivated, like as much as that was driving me forward. It was also causing me a lot of shame when I didn't meet that that 
that stage when I didn't get to that point. And I love Taylor Lee. She's a, she's a business coach, a marketing coach, mindset coach, extraordinaire, seven figure business owner. And her mindset work and her affirmations really resonate with me. And one that I started writing down yesterday was, I am fully committed to my journey, not just my destination. Your, your, your comment, Gabby, about kind of surrendering and releasing the control and allowing yourself to kind of allow the universe to, to help put the pieces together. And not just that, but to allow divine timing to kind of guide you forward as woo woo or crazy as it is like you can make it really logical and just simply say like, you cannot control everything. You just simply cannot. So you can either complain about it or meet resistance or go in kicking and screaming, or you can release as much of the control or the, the anxiety around that control and focus your energy on the things that you can control, right? We, we get more of what we focus on. So if we're focusing on the resistance and we're focusing on the things that we can't control, it's going to show up and really cause a lot of problems in our life. But if we shift forwards and look to the, look to the things that we can control, right? That is the chi- the shifts that we can make, the strategies we can implement, the clarity we can work through, the investments that we can make in ourselves, the help that we can seek. If we focus all of our energy on that and really make sure that that feels aligned, I feel like the rest of it kind of just comes naturally. And the only time that it doesn't come naturally is when we're constantly staring at it like a watched pot being trying to boil. It just doesn't happen that way, right? Because we're trying to manipulate it. And oftentimes when we we put our hands in it, we put our little grubby hands in it and try to manipulate in a way that feels more in control. It usually works against us, which sucks because most of you who are entrepreneurs are also probably people who love control, right? That's why you're running your own business so that you can call the shots. So it's a hard thing to work through. It's a hard thing to work through. It is a hundred percent. And I'm, I'm happy to that, that, that you brought up the money thing because money mindset, and this could be a whole other podcast. So I'll just touch on it quickly, but money mindset is so important. And that was a part of my healing journey. Cause growing up, I was like, Oh, it's money, money, money. It's not like it's, of course we need money to sustain our lives and there are financial goals each quarter in business. And there's always financial goals, but like, that's not it. It's the service of others and understanding that money is an energy and money is neutral. And I really had to dig through that because as I was telling you guys my story, I was like, oh, if it's in school, if it's not making me money, then I don't care. Like, was that the right way to go about it? No. But, or I shouldn't say no, maybe not. But that's something to really look at too. So um, whole other podcast, a little off topic there, but definitely something to explore if that is something that feels aligned with you and your healing journey. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I have a high on the list for someone to come on and chat about money mindset because it is, as we're working through a lot of the, you know, the, the topics that we've been talking, uh, talking about in the last few episodes in this podcast, money mindset comes up each and every time because a lot of the things that are holding us back is, relates to the, the relationship we have with money and kind of the, the expectations we put on ourselves when when we become business owners of what success looks like, right? Because even you, right? When we're talking about all of the results that we can get from being in alignment, a lot of it relates to you you can get more clients. You're able to turn around and, and start booking people faster, which is awesome. But there are so many other, other results. And the, the great thing that, that I've been able to find in working with you, Gabby, is that like, you also help me recognize the wins that, that, that happen between you know, making that shift and getting the client. And those wins need to happen, right? Those little mini milestones are essential on the way to the big, I got a client milestone, which is feeling so much, uh, just feeling so much more flow when writing content, feeling excited to hop on a discovery call, um, feeling confident when you, when you say that the price of your, of your offer, selling with confidence, showing up on camera and feeling like you can talk through your, your offer in one take because you just know it like the back of your hand, right? All of that stuff is part of what happens when you're in alignment and when you allow yourself to make that pivot. And a lot of times we focus on, okay, now I made the pivot, where is the result? Not thinking that all of the results of just even making life easier, even being able to run your business easier is a huge result because you cannot get clients when you're constantly feeling like you're stressed and you're overwhelmed and you're struggling and things are difficult, right? Like if everything's hard in life, if every single thing in your business feels difficult, 
red flag, you're probably out of alignment because it should not be that way, right? There are always going to be things that are that are hard. There are always going to be things that you have to work through. But if everything feels like a huge labor, you're probably not in the right place. Yes. Like, yes. As you're explaining everything before, I was like, yes, like celebrate those non-financial wins because that is alignment. Alignment is beautiful. Alignment is so incredibly necessary and it's going to bring you a lot more joy than that money. And I, I put my money on that. That's going to bring you more joy because at the end of the day, on a Sunday night, you're not getting those scaries. You're waking up and you're like, oh my God, I can't wait to get on the call with this person. I can't wait to, you know, write this content. And well, you don't always say I'm so excited for the content. Like when it feels like it flows beautifully, it's so helpful. And yeah, that's, it's super, super important. I love these conversations so much. And I just want to applaud everyone who's listening and taking the time to listen because a lot of people don't. And when you do and you really strive to be that 1% of people who actually do take action and get really curious about how they feel in their business, how they're performing in their business, like that is massive. And and it's it's not always easy to schedule that time in the day, but you find the time to. And I think that that is huge. So I just want to applaud you guys for listening. But I hope this conversation has been really helpful for you because this is incredibly important. And I find that not a lot of people are talking about it, but once somebody is getting into that season of confusion or that season of or lack of clarity, they're like, well, what's going on? Am I different from everyone else? No, it's just that no one talks about the struggle. And the struggle that you may be facing right now is normal and it's fine. And you will make your way through. Listen to yourself, be present, work on your healing if that feels if something to be called for and really, really follow your curiosities. I love that. I want to close out by just sharing each of us how alignment shows up in our business today. And for me, I love your your point about the, the Sunday scaries. Even just looking back, I had a different answer for this, but even just looking back, the excitement that I feel every single day to start working is something I've never, ever, ever experienced before in my life. And to take it back full circle to your story I have never had a job before where I have felt like I wanted to be in it for more than three months. Like every single time I've ever been in a job, I've always felt I cannot do this forever. I cannot even do this for a year. I have no idea how I'm going to last. And for the first time in my life, in being in alignment and listening to myself and trusting my authority, I have felt like I could do this for the rest of my life for longer than the rest of my life because it gives me so much joy. Now, whether or not that that happens, I don't care, right? Life will take me in whatever direction it wants to, but I've never felt that experience before. I've never felt that feeling before. And that's what alignment has given me. I'm curious to hear how, how does alignment show up in your business? Oh, absolutely. Uh, That's such a good answer too. Like I just remember the days in corporate America. I would actually like, I would look forward to Friday every single day and then Saturday and then mid-Saturday, I remember being like, oh my God, I only have one more day of this. And then it was Sunday night and it was just awful. Like I, I wasn't present in my relationship and it was, it was so many things like with my family, with my friends, with myself, it was awful. I gained weight, awful anxiety. And I just, I was like, I'm crumbling. I'm, I'm like 26 years old. I'm freaking crumbling. Like what's going on here? So the way that alignment shows up for me in my business is every single morning, it's a routine really. So every morning I do the same thing. I wake up, take my dogs out, get outside time, meditate and journal and all that. And when I do that and when I respect that boundary, it then sets me up for just alignment throughout my day. I know what I am accomplishing that day. I am going to get on the phone with this person. I'm going to put myself out there because I feel so good about my programs and I feel so in tune with them that I can't wait to talk about them. I'm going to pitch myself to this podcast and that podcast and this speaking event because I feel so aligned with just what I'm doing that like I could talk about it in my sleep and I probably do. Like that's it. And that's really how alignment shows up for me. It's, It's not hiding behind who I am or like who I was. That's what I was so used to. I was hiding my my authentic self because I was trying to be like everyone else and because I was scared. That's not there anymore. And 
just respecting my morning routine, respecting myself, respecting my relationship with myself, respecting my relationship with Eric and really being present in that. And like to my future husband, like that, it was so hard for us. And like my family and building my life with my family is so incredibly important to me. And my alignment in my business allows me to focus on that. And I just want to caution everyone listening, as you've heard from this whole like 50 minute episode, it was not easy to get here. And next week, maybe I'll pivot again. Who knows? But right now, today is in this minute at 2.09 p.m. is all I can focus on right now. I can't think about next week. I can't think about tomorrow and whether or not I'm going to feel aligned. I want to be present in today's moment and put myself out there because when I put myself out there, I'm able to help more people. And that's all I want. Like I am on a mission to make sure every single person, every single woman who is working in corporate America right now, who is miserable, has a route to get out. Like that, that's just what I want. And when you have that alignment, like you just feel it so deeply in your core that you talk about it all the time and you help people and then your business grows from there. So yeah, I was so excited to talk about all that. Yay. Thank you so much, Lindsay. I know. I can't tell if it's my ghost pepper mocha or everything that you just said, but I'm feeling jazz. I'm feeling energized, feeling spicy. Yes. Where can, where can those listening find you? What do you have going on in your world? Plug away, Gabby, what's going on in your life? Absolutely. So I'm very active on Instagram. So find me on there. It's at Gabrielle with two E's, Lara. I'll send it over to Lindsay if she wants to include that in the show notes. I also have a website, Gabrielle, just one E, Lara.com. I'm on there. And I have an awesome three-month program if anyone listening is interested in that. I also do intensive sessions if you're feeling out of alignment. And the best way to go about that is to either email me or to DM me on Instagram. Yes, I always put all of the links to connect with our guests in the show notes. Please, please, please connect with Gabrielle. If you're feeling out of alignment, lacking clarity in your business, if something just doesn't feel right and you cannot quite put your finger on it, Gabrielle is literally the doctor. <laughs> she can yeah. she can look at everything, tell you what's out of alignment, what's not feeling right, and help you get back on track. It, it helped. She helped me. It worked for me. It has given me so much peace of mind in my business just to feel like I wake up and I love my life. And I want that all for you. So if you guys are experiencing that, do not hesitate to reach out to her. And if you're looking for some cute pics of dogs on a daily basis, uh, absolutely follow her on Instagram. Check out the stories. She's amazing. Jackson Rocky are always on there. Those are my babies, my two rescue pit bulls. So yes, you'll see those. Me being weird and Eric and just the whole squad. And then some mini trainings too. I make sure to sprinkle some educational content on those stories too. Oh, it's always there. It's always there. Well, thanks so much, Gabrielle, for, for joining me, for hanging out. I've enjoyed every single second of it. And as always, I hope you come back. This is always my of favorite session. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Okay. Bye everyone. Bye.